Welcome back. It's the Can Do Divas, Tiana and Chasta. Hi, thank you for joining us. We are the Can Do Divas, real life best friends, moms, working women, and broadcasters who are hanging out and enjoying a conversation. Just trying to live a fun, fulfilled, and fearless life and uh, trying to motivate you to do the same. That's right. Amen to that. And hopefully you are. And since Chasta and I are best friends, um, we thought it'd be really fun to go through a series of questions we found on da, 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 the internet. Um, <laughs> Maybe kind of a get to know us kind of thing. Yeah, get to know us a little bit better. And it's always fun, too, that, you know, you, this is 100 good personal and deep questions to ask your best friend. We won't do all 100. No, <laughs> we'll just do 50. We'll do the best no, of the best. Yeah. We'll do, like, the top 10. Um, what I think is good about this, though, is you do, you know, for those of you listening, you probably have your best friend, your sister, maybe it's your mom. Lover. Maybe it's your lover. Maybe it's someone you've known your whole life. But, uh, you know, you think... You want to think you know them mm-hmm. and you know everything about them, mm-hmm. but you know everyone still has their own personal moments. But there's some totally. fun questions here that are like, "Oh, like how do you see me? How do I see you? You know, just kind of fun stuff." It. Okay, All and right. I think these exercises are good because since we are sharing these questions with you, you'll probably stop and think and how you would answer. Yeah. So if you do listen to this podcast, post in the comments on Facebook or Instagram and let us know what your answers are to these questions. And please check us out on iTunes. And rate and review. That's super duper helpful. Um, iTunes is in our area. We should put on 95.7 The Game and 107.7 The Bone. They should put us on the front of iTunes. Because we should. They have been highlighting like all these female podcasters. And I'm like, I want to be. That's my goal. I want to be. I like, love that goal. Yeah. I want to be highlighted on iTunes. We can do it. that really, like, makes things happen. Yeah. Once you're highlighted there, you're like, no, it all opens to you. Yeah. You exist all of a sudden. We do. (laughs) Well, we know we exist here. We always exist. In our little beach town just outside the city. Exactly. All right. Are you ready for Uh some fun? and um, Like, when I was going through these, some of them are very personal. Okay. And very, like, deep. So play along if you're listening. And here we go. So I will start with this one. This is number one. Uh, what do you use to cope when you're feeling uncomfortable? <laughs> do, who wants to Let's take start with the an easy question? Right? <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Let's just dive in. Um, okay. Well, I talked about this on the last episode. Actually, is breathing. Mm-hmm. I have found. Um, I have found that I would love to sit here and tell you that I'm a meditator, but I just don't. I I I I just don't. I don't have the time, and when I do have the time to sit quietly and like zone out. I have a very hard time with that. So okay. I do something called moving meditation. It's something I stole from my uh, bestie in my head, Shalene Johnson, where I, while, as I'm uh, doing whatever I'm doing, cleaning the house or taking care of Cody or whatever, I do deep breathing. And I just try to like focus on what is bothering me. And I, and I assume when you, when you're saying uncomfortable, you mean uncomfortable like you're in an uncomfortable, yeah, uncomfortable. Right? I would yeah. think so like when you're anxiety. feeling uncomfortable, anxiety, you're having like a bit of an issue, like yeah. a moment, like, Oh my God. Yeah. I, uh, I mean, if it's, if it's just a moment where I'm feeling stressed or, or mad or whatever, I do breathe, deep breathing and I use essential oils because it also centers me. I sound like such a hippie, <laughs> <laughs> but that there's something about aromatherapy for me. So those are two big things that come to the top of my head. What about you? So it, when I feel uncomfortable, um, I do tend to breathe. Like I, I, I tend to like start in my head and be like, okay, Gianna, just, okay, this is not a good, you know, you're feeling a little bit much here. Just right. take a deep breath. But I have to excuse myself from the situation. Okay. Like I have to kind of, you know, step away and shut down a little bit because I, w- whatever's making me feel that way, just knowing how I am naturally, like it's, if I'm feeling uncomfortable, it's not the right moment for me to participate. Okay. In. I need to step out. 
gather my thoughts, thoughts yeah. before I say something I will regret uh-huh. or before I um, put myself in a situation that I don't want to be in. I like that. So yeah. I definitely like breathe a little bit. I'm like, okay, you're going to walk out. And if it's just me, if it's a, you know, maybe it's a work meeting, I'm like, I have to go to the restroom. Yeah. You know, and just walk out and go to the restroom and just take a minute just to regroup and just kind of bring my headspace back in the right place. Yeah. So that's like if you're uncomfortable um, with your own self. Yeah. Or with somebody else. And mine's more in if you're uncomfortable with yourself within your head. Right. Yeah. But deep breathing, <clears throat> it's kind of the same thing. It's kind like, of the same a thing. Beat. Take a beat. That's what I say to Jay and, and or Cody. I'm like, we just need to take a beat. Yeah. You know? That's good. Just just a minute, just a moment of like reflection, like what's going on right now? What's what's upsetting me? Right. You know, just don't re don't be so quick to react. That's the biggest thing. And I can definitely be that 100 percent. Okay, here's the next one. Uh, What makes you feel unstoppable? Like you can (laughs) conquer the world. What makes you feel unstoppable? It's funny that you say that, because the other day, I think um, I was contemplating writing on Facebook this and I didn't. but it's true, and I, I know that you'll agree. Don't you feel like some days, with especially being a mommy, you just really have your shit together? And then s- you really have your shit together, and then some days you just don't. Oh, yeah. And there's no rhyme or reason as to, like, why. It's just some days things click. Like, I am superwoman. I have, you know, everything in order. All the laundry's done. Making dinner. Kids happy. We're connected. I worked out. Like, everything just boom, 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 boom. Yep. And then the next day. It's always if I have that day, the next day is going to totally fall apart. You know, it's just it's just the way it is. But for me to feel unstoppable, I thrive on this sounds so boring and lame, but I thrive on routine. I love routine and I can see that my son is going to be exactly like me in that way. Like he and I have our things we do every day at okay. certain times. So if I, if I have that routine and it usually is starting my morning with a podcast, having a, you know, a good a get her kind of get her done day at work. I come home, I hang out with my son. I work out, workout is key for me. I'm drinking my 75 ounces of water a day. I make dinner. I get us to bed on time. That I feel like a superhero. So, so you, if, I, my if, routine. If, if your routine lasts throughout the day, you feel like a superhero. I feel okay. like, yeah. If I don't get totally thrown off by whatever, I feel <laughs> unstoppable. But like, usually, the key, the biggest key to that is um, a workout. I feel really together. Like the other day, I went on Facebook Live and told this story, and I'll make this short um, because you may have already heard it on Facebook Live, but I did not, I woke up, I think it was Thursday from like a 20-minute nap, I I squeezed in, I woke up, and I was not feeling the workout, like at all, was not, I was so, I was just like, I was tired, I was over the week, I was just, I was not having it, and I was like, you know what, these are moments, like, I just got to do it, I just got to put on the shoes and do it, and as soon as I started, I felt unstoppable, I was like, I just conquered that moment. Like, you know, and and I felt like once I was done, I was all sweaty and Cody was having a blast with me and working out with me. And I was like, these are the moments you just got to battle through. Like you needed it. I needed it. I did. I I needed it on multiple levels, but mostly for my soul. I just needed to like push myself through that hump. And it was great. I was so glad I did. And I think it's good. Sometimes when you push yourself, when you're not feeling it, you know, like you're like, oh, I could do 10 other things right now except work out. Yeah. You just, at the end of the day, you're like, I'm glad I did that. No one's ever regretted working out. That's, and that's what I tell myself (laughs) all the time it's true now let me be clear if you're feeling ill don't push yourself yeah, like different. you know your body but if you're just feeling like nah i'm not motivated not easy you gotta push exactly you yeah push that's me what about you um i think for me what makes me feel unstoppable is i'm 
I, I get so wrapped up in my to-do list, uh-huh. you know, like throughout the day, I was like, I do, you know, check, 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 check. check, check. So yeah. I don't call it a to-do list anymore. So my new thing is I call it my hit list. Your hit list. Like I have to make, like I, I have to sing the hits today. Uh-huh. I've got to make the hits happen. Uh-huh. And when I get through my hit list and I like, if that day goes like boom, 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 boom. And I take my little tab and I get to move it to the next page. Yeah. I You're like, feel ah! like I could be president. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, these days that's not too hard. I know, exactly. Um, <laughs> but seriously, like, cause, so I, in my planner, you know, half of it's my dates. The other half is like just a notebook. Mm-hmm. So I have a little, you know, sticky note thing. Mm-hmm. You know, one of those clear ones where you can write yeah. dates on it and stuff. I have that. And that's where I put my, that's how I keep track of my hit list. Yeah. And I don't move it to the next page because I keep a running hit list. So if I don't hit everything on that hit list, yeah. I'm not changing the page hit list i love yeah. that and if i run out of space well obviously then you have to but you know you're still having that long list you yeah. still refer back to that first page yeah but when i move it to the next page yeah you know and it gets like a new color you know i'll change out the tab right i'm like bam <laughs> yeah mama's on it <laughs> yeah, totally so funny. yeah have you ever heard the phrase swallow the frog no uh this is something i heard on a podcast i was listening to the other day about you're out of the gate the first thing in the morning you do the three on your hit list you pick the three hardest things that you don't want to do i'm not swallowing a frog and you and you do those first <laughs> okay. that's the frog like you do them, oh, you, do them okay. out and you swallow the frog you like out of the gate you get those three hardest things the things that you want to procrastinate on you put those first get those three done and then you're more likely to get the rest of them done i like that yeah for a minute there i thought why, this was like i don't know why the hell they call that swallowing the frog but that's what they said it. And I've heard it multiple times. So I'm going to okay. go with Swallow the Frog. I like it. Swallow yeah. the Frog. There like for a minute, I thought this was some Oklahoma <laughs> shit. <laughs> I was like, uh, Chasta, I am not swallowing a frog. No. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> okay. All right. Number three. Ugh. Sorry, I'm thinking of swallowing still a frog. still thinking about the frog. Okay. <clears throat> uh, number three. How do you see me? Oh. This is going to get emotional. Should yeah. we do this one? Yeah. T- <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no, I'm already gonna cry. We are gonna cry. <laughs> so should we? I don't know. I don't know. How terrible! Like that's funny. Go ahead. Yeah. Let's Tell me how it. wonderful I, I am. I know exactly. You're like no, go ahead. Kidding. Go ahead. Um, okay. I see you. Well, I I have always seen you as my older sister. So you're somebody. The tears are already coming. You're somebody that you're the the body, not somebody. You are the body I look up to. Aww. You are. You're so patient, and yeah. you're so <laughs> kind. And you're so classy. You never, I mean, you do, Aww. but you never get a, you never get rised up about anything. You never talk crap on anyone. You're always just so above all the, like, I just, I have you on such a high, oh, crap. See, I did this like too <laughs> early, but this should have been like number 10. <laughs> it should have been number 10. I just have you on such a high pedestal because it's I mean, true. Like, you never you're just above all the rest of the crap down here that happens Aww. in every day like you just seem to float you just seem to float like you're just you I do float. everything you do i always say you're the prettier most more talented oh, sister stop. because it's true like you just kind of float through life you don't and i mean that in a great way it's like nothing gets you down and i know that it does but i mean i'm talking like big picture of life yes you've had moments that have been very hard on you you have had you've had a struggles that are worse than anybody I've ever known in some ways. But you still, even in those moments, you just you have this crazy like rise above kind of way. You're very Chasta. angelic. I'm not kidding. It's, it's my very. Hair. <laughs> it's because I have good hair. You also can I just be honest? You also are so brave because you have done crap <laughs> that I'm like, 
Like I remember you had no experience in sports radio and you went and tried to get a job and got a job <laughs> at Fox Sports National Radio. Well, Did you hear me? National. You were like, I know sports. I've done radio. <laughs> Can't be that hard. Like you, I mean, and you, and you killed it. Like I always say that I'm like, she can do anything. It, you're just fearless in that way. I, you know, thank you. Seriously. You're just like, whatever it is. I got it. <laughs> I'll figure it out. I'll figure it and out. you always do. You always do. It's You were like the queen of fake until you make it. Okay, this is why you need to do this with your best friend. <laughs> it's so true. Because I will feel so good about myself the rest of the day. It's so true, though. Every time I fight with Pete now, I'll be like, dude, I float. <laughs> like, my feet are above the ground. Do not talk to me. I am above you. Like, I am way up here. Okay? I'm rising above you. That's, that's the truth. That's as that, true as I can oh, be. That is as real as I can you. be. Thank you. It's true. I love, I'm glad you see me that way because sometimes I don't feel that way. Well, you are always like that. I've known you for, what, 15 years now? Yeah, and you've always been like that. And so the, that's just who you are. The job fearless thing really just comes out of necessity. Because I mean, it does, but people don't do that normally. Like, like well, you really are just like, I'll figure it out. I think because in my head, I'm like, what's the worst thing that could happen? They say no. Yeah, right. But they I never mean, do. Like you never, like it so never nice. happens. You're just like, I got it. I'll figure that's it funny. out. Sideline reporting. I got it. No big deal. <laughs> Whatever. Like it's just you're not afraid to like put yourself like up with the big uh, big dogs. It's it's so impressive. I'm waiting for my Oprah chance. Yeah. Well, I'll, it's I'll coming. Nail that one. It's, <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> so this is how I see you. Okay. I know. And again, again, we should have done this later because it just makes you feel so emotional. I know. Okay. So my favorite thing about you, Chasta, mm-hmm. and this is like a quality, and this is why I think we are best friends too, because there are qualities that you have mm-hmm. that I will just, I, I, I have a hard time it, within myself yeah. doing these things. You absolutely are the per- the only person I know on this planet. Like when you start something, <laughs> you finish. <laughs> and, and, I mean, and and I don't mean like you start it and you just kind of half-ass it, whatever, blah, blah. Like if you start it, it's like you are in it and yeah. you're going to freaking win it. Go big or go home. You are going to go big or go <laughs> home. And there's like two things that stick out with me specifically. Uh-huh. Um, number one, I, like – the fact that you like you made a commitment, and this is years ago. Mm-hmm. Like I, I we <laughs> there's Jenny Craig days. Oh, Jenny like Craig days. you made a commitment to just have a ha- like a healthier lifestyle yeah. Yeah. when it came to like food and exercise and so forth. And my God, people, I swear to God, <laughs> like you have not like laid off of that at all. Oh, and it, no, it, it, it's, it's amazing because number one, I think you do it because you want to be a happier, healthier person I do. just for yourself. Right. Um, but I think you do it too, because you genuinely want to inspire people. I do. Like if, you know, for anyone who's listening, if you are having a bad day <laughs> and you really want to find someone who like takes life and just like, let's have fun with it. That's <laughs> you, Chasta. No, 100%. Like you, and I I think when you have things that happen good for you, Mm -hmm. that you accomplish things in your life, you are the first person out there who wants that for everybody else. Like you're never that person who is like, I'm going to, you know, rub it in your face or rub it in your nose. Look at me. Here I am. This is this and that. Like every time you pop on Facebook live and you like give a little slice of your life, it's because you want to help somebody and you want to inspire somebody and you inspire me constantly. Mm. Like I, I wish I had that in me. Like I wish I had that bone in my body just to be like, oh, I can do this. I can get up. I can make this happen. And maybe like career wise, I can be good in certain things. But when it comes to like where I struggle with is the exercise and just trying to be a little healthier yeah it's hard for me where most people struggle and you by far and I don't and this isn't just an exercise it's like you do this with your career you do this with your family like when you love 
anything and you dedicate yourself to that, it is with every piece of your heart, mm. and which is amazing. And I Thank love you, you for that. Thank There's you. one other thing about you that I have to say. Oh, geez. Um, <clears throat> you are so honest. No, no, it's, it's like, <laughs> maybe, it's, it's not. Maybe to a fault. <laughs> no, no, but you're, you're honest. But I think what's so good about it, Chess, is that you're honest with yourself. Yeah. Like, you know, and this will make me cry. Like, you know, years ago, there was moments where you're like, I don't know if I want to be a mom. Yeah. I don't know if I want to have a family. Like, yeah. I don't know if this is for me. I love the Chasta who can just hop on a plane and, you know, go to Thailand or just do yeah. all of these amazing things. And I knew in my heart, like, if you had made the decision not to be a parent. Right. I was going to be okay with it. Yeah. I wasn't going <laughs> to like it <laughs> because I have dreams of our boys. Yes. Just having do fun together. Do now. So, but, you know, but it was also like, I, you know, like, I have to respect that. I have to respect someone and and just appreciate that they are so honest and true to themselves yeah. that they're not going to embark on something until they feel like they're there yeah. and they're ready. Not for the purposes of you're getting older right. or it's what's expected of you. It's you never do, do right. what's expected. Like yeah. if society says you have to do it, you're like, F that. Yeah. I'm going to do what Shasta wants to do. So that means more than, you know, no, but it's true. And when you decided to, you know, when you got pregnant and you told me and here comes Cody, <laughs> not once in my mind though, did I think like that was like, I'm like, Oh, is this, am I sure this is something she wants? Right. I knew I was like, she's ready. Once I like, was this ready, is I was doing ready. it because she's ready. Right. And I think that's kind of how you like, that's, that's how you sail your ship. Yeah. You know, you, you don't just, you, you have moments of like, you know, you're going to, you're going to flow with the wind and you're going to enjoy what's out there at sea and yep. love all the moments and love all the stops, but you're definitely going to be in charge of where it's going. Yeah. You know, despite like if the wind is going to blow you to the left and you want to go right, you will make the right happen. Yeah. You'll, you know, pray to God and be like, shift the wind. Yeah. So those are things that that's how I see that it. is. Yeah. You have no idea. Just to touch on that. Like those, those are two of my life like mantras. Number one is it's a Buddhist saying of your, your candle being lit doesn't dim my candle. Yeah. I live by that. Like if I'm coming up, everybody I love is coming up with me. That is just the way it is. I, I do truly like want to inspire people. I've been hated on Facebook about that. Like, oh, she just, I literally saw a woman be like, oh yeah, she wants to inspire people. Blah, ha, ha. Like she got blocked. But I was like, <laughs> yeah, what's wrong with that? No, we you need know? more of that. That's, what's wrong with putting that we don't positivity get the, We don't out. get enough of that out there. You know, and I struggle with things and other people bring me up in those moments. So if fitness and nutrition is something that's, that clicks with me, why not try to help it click with others? It just, that just makes sense to me. So anyways, thank you. And you, you get nothing out of it. Nothing. Like, I mean, there's Nothing. no financial gain for no. you to be like, go work out. There's not, none of it. It truly is just something that it's you something found about. joy in. Yeah. You found passion and makes you feel good. Yeah. And it's like, you want everyone else to feel how you're feeling. Exactly. I think that's awesome. Thank you. I love that's that. You're my best friend. I love that. <laughs> okay. I love you. We made it. We made it. I know. It. Whew, we that made was hard. <laughs> I knew that was going to be an emotional I one. I was. Yes. Um, okay. Number you. four. What emotion do you experience the most? Ah. <sighs> I think this has phases. You know, this is going to sound like a real true conflict. Like I'm going to say this and you're going to be like, what? Happiness and pressure. Okay. Coinciding. Sure. Pretty much every day, all the time. I always have like pressure uh, that I put on myself. Let me make that clear. Not that my husband puts on me by any means because he's so not that guy or that, you know, my kid or my mom. No, you, nobody puts pressure on me. But like I put a lot of pressure on myself. We've talked about this in episodes before just to make sure I'm getting it all done. Like you said, like getting the hit list done, got to right. get my shit checked off and, you know, be the best mommy, be the best wife, be the, the best worker outer, be the best person at work. All these things I put so 
much pressure on myself, but I am blissfully happy. I mean, I'm, I'm so effing happy, you know? So it's like Jay and I sit down at night, pretty much at least, I would say three, four times a week when we're eating dinner and we just talk about how, how are we so lucky? How, how do we love our jobs? We have a healthy, happy family. We have a beautiful home. How did we, how, why, you know, like totally it's that, it's that song. Is this my beautiful house? Like it's that, that's how I feel. Like it's, I'm just so grateful. So great gratitude, happiness and pressure. (laughs) That like it's so, it's such a uh, oxymoron, but that's how I feel. What about you? But that's what, that's what I think I mean by phases. Like it's like this question is very difficult. Like what emotion do you experience the most? Well, we all are going to experience different emotions at the same time. Right. Um, so I think I mentioned it in the, a, a podcast not too long ago, but I had a birthday recently and you know, I have a hard time with birthdays. Oh, yeah. I struggle with that. I think. St- I am just, I struggle with aging. Yeah, I really do. Yeah. I struggle with getting older on a number of levels. I lost my father when I was very young. I also struggle with the fact that, you know, I have so much to do yeah. that I want to have enough time. And I think, um, this is way too like. <laughs> we thought this was gonna be easy. We were like, "Oh, cute." Where's the stupid questions? Like, how often I shave my legs? <laughs> oh my god, I just almost beat my pants. <laughs> but so half of me. Okay, I'm gonna get through this therapy sessions with Candu Divas. Know, Thank you for listening. Seriously, <laughs> to our therapy session. We sessions. are working some stuff out here. Um, I think one of the. I think especially with getting older is like. A lot of emotion I have with it is sadness. Yeah, yeah. I totally God, understand. I hate myself right now. No, um, I totally get it. But it's because like the sadness of not like one day is there's going to be a day. It happens to all of us that, you know, like I'm very close to my mom and one day I'm not going to have her anymore. Yeah. My grandma's getting older. She's going to be 103 this year. And those days are dwindling. You know, it's like the, like one day my son's going to, you know, bury me. And I don't want that to happen anytime soon. Right. You know, and there's just things that I need to check off my list. Yeah. And I get so sad it like like just or and discouraged that when I have when I have those moments of like, oh, my God, I've, I'm like I'm running out of time. Yeah. Like I need to do this, this and this and this. And there's nothing specifically that is not to say that I won't have another good 40, 50 years you know, left, which is right. God, please, you know, yeah. bless us with that. Um, but it's just like it those I, I, I struggle with that. But then the flip side of that. My other emotion I have all the time, not to be so depressing, um, is like I I do like Pete and I have those same moments. Yeah. Like I think to myself uh, and, you know, we've talked about in the past and, you know, maybe one day we'll do a story on, the, you know, the struggles of fertility and this yeah. and that because I've dealt with it. Yeah. But, um, you know, like every time I look at my child, because that was a dream that I thought was never going to happen. Yeah. Like I always tell him, I was like, oh, my God, how did we get so lucky? How did this like, happen? Like, yeah. I mean, I call him, I, I jokingly, I call him my, my couture baby. Yeah. You know, because we did IVF and, you know, of course the doctor's going to pick the healthiest egg. But we did two eggs right. when we got pregnant. Right. When we did the, the procedure, we put two embryos in and, you know, only one took. Yeah. It was meant to be him. You it know was, what I mean? It was yeah. like that was his moment. True miracle. And it, and it, being his mom and having him in my life and having, you know, my husband who I think is awesome and crazy all at the same time, but I love and he's building me this gorgeous house. Yes, Great yes. stairs today. Um, <laughs> but, you know, that and so it's, it's a happy and a sad. It's like sadness because I can't I cannot beat you father time. Yeah. You know, yeah. you are the battle that I struggle with. And then happiness because I feel so lucky that. Yep. Everything is that we have, we, we're blessed with so much. And it's not like we're blessed with 
uh, you know, crazy stuff, but just with the little things in this world, like each other yeah, and, you know, health and food on the table and things like that. So I think you touched on the human dichotomy, like the, the real peril that we are as my stupid mic keeps getting out the the problem that we have as humans, we're the only species that knows their peril, right? We're the only, That's crazy. we're the only ones that know it will end mm. um, as far as we know. So, you know, I mean that, that, that sadness is very real. I have my biggest fear is death. I'll be honest. And it wasn't, it wasn't as bad until I think a lot of that sadness that you and I deal with in feeling like we ran out of time or are running out of time is because we ran out of time with a parent already. We have both lost our fathers, um, at when we were really young and you know, so that is sort of a veil over the rest of your life. I think, sure. You know, and you and I are so close to our mothers that knowing that pain, and knowing that we got to go through it again, hopefully a long time from now. But just knowing, it's like having a kid, right? Like you go into having your first kid, you're super brave. For me, having another kid, I'd be like, God, God dang it. Like I do not want to do this because it hurts. You I know? Yeah, you were there. You saw the drama. We'll tell that story one day. But, you know, it's just like that, knowing that that, that cloud is always there um, and trying to live your life being happy and grateful, even knowing that it's always looming that that's the human, that's, the, that's the human peril. That's it's what true. we all deal with. And I, I, I think you're just being too super real. I don't think it's depressing at all. I think it's just, it's real life. I like, well, I'll go into panic mode sometimes as I'm trying oh to go God. to sleep. Me too. Yeah. If I let myself go there, this, I've never said this out loud to another human except Jay. Um, I have I have a panic attack sometimes if I go to sleep because I think the concept of forever for me, I, I like like I, you can't grasp I it. Can't I totally? I don't understand it. It's like, see, I even start losing breath. Like if I <clears throat> when I think about like okay, we die, and in, in my view, I, if I go to heaven, knock on wood, I think I'm going. I think we're good, God. <laughs> um, <laughs> but it's like okay, if I go to heaven, I always in my brain I'm like, then, then what? Like that, that thought to me will send me into like, Jay and I have a cue. Like he knows if I moan as I'm going to sleep, if I'm like, mm, like that, he'll start rubbing my back because he knows what I'm thinking. Like you're like, stressed out about it. It's that. He knows exactly what I'm thinking about. He knows exactly what to do to calm me down because it's just something I deal with. So it's really interesting. I didn't even know that that was something that like you doubt. We're best, best friends. We never talk about this though. It's a, it's a very hard thing to discuss. Yeah. Because it's, I think, I think so many people probably struggle with that. Yeah. You know, with that moment of like, oh boy, you know, mm-hmm. like, oof, it's gonna, you know, like, like, whoa, okay, I, this, I turned blah, blah, blah this year. I'm like, oh, okay. All right. What do, what, what's on, where do I need to be at this in my life? And here's the thing. Not all of us are going to be where we want to be. Right. You know, I, I'm, I'm, I don't feel unsatisfied, but I'm not totally satisfied. Like right. I have more that I want to do. more that you want to do. Um, but it's just, you know, it's, yeah, it's one of those things. You're just, I, that same feeling, I get the forever, you yeah. know, I, but I have that same anxiety when I think about like how we are actually on this planet. Oh yeah. Right. You're like, just, I think it, like, I mean, it takes your breath it away. Does. Or like, it does. Like, for how me. are we like, are we, we are like anybody else, any other planets out there? Like, <laughs> I mean, Hello. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like that to me is really hard to like wrap my mind around because yeah. you know, it's like the big bang theory. There's that. And there's the whole, if you believe in religion, Christian, if you're Christian, it's right. God put us here and there's all kinds of stuff. So I know. anyway, that's I a can very get lost in that stuff. So can I, and oh. it does, it gives me anxiety. You're just like, Ooh, totally. Hey, you know, how do we, mm. I know. I know. You I know. feel you. This world is turning, but we don't feel it. I know. <laughs> get real. In the I mean, come on. <laughs> 
Explain it to me. Gravity. Um, okay. Let's do another one. Yes. Oh, okay. If you could, if you could do anything for the rest of your life, what would that be? Career-wise? Um, no, let's not do career. Like okay. anything else but career. Because we've talked about that. Yeah. Travel. Travel. Okay. I would be like, a, I would be a full-blown gypsy. Now, I do say that I love my house. I love my home. I love the concept of home. Like, I really do. I, I listen to a podcast, a self-help podcast. That's what I do. I know. I listen to a podcast about the concept of home this week, and I was like, wow. I've never really thought of it. It was actually, it was a podcast about decluttering. That was where this started, but it got, it like we're doing right now, it got way deep real fast. And it was talking about home and like how you feel and the memories that you share and how stuff interferes with your memories and your home feeling, your home base. So I love the concept of home and the safety that it brings, but I also really love not knowing what's next. Okay. Isn't that weird? Like, yeah. I, like it's like I, if I jumped on a plane to Romania tomorrow, I'd be really freaking stoked about that. Really? Yeah. Like I would be so excited to like go to a place where probably not many people speak English. I don't know the currency. I don't know what's next. Like let's just go. Like, like without a plan? Yeah. Oh. That would be so fun. I don't know. <laughs> like I have a friend, Melissa. You, know, I've talked to you about her before. Uh, she we I. She calls me her West Coast twin, and I call her my East Coast twin because we're exactly the same in this. She just does it because she has a little bit more money than me, I guess. I don't know. But she just, like, she'll just go. And now she has a three-year-old, and she just goes. Like, just her. She got divorced, and it's just her and her daughter, and they literally globe try. I love it. I know. That's adorable. It's awesome. They go go. everywhere. That's cool. She works for a company that she gets a lot of money and a lot of time off, I think. I don't have (laughs) either of those, so that's the difference in our lives. But I would live her travel life. I think if I could. What about you? I like that. I like I like that. Uh, mine's just gonna be so boring. But if I um, if I could do anything for the rest of my life, I, it would be not clean my house. <laughs> no, I mean like it's I love like, that. I mean, keeping just, it real. Uh, here's here's the reason why. Yeah. Because I think if I didn't have to clean it so much, um, and be you know do the laundry, do the dishes, do all that. And I mean, I'm not. I I have. I don't have like paid help, but I've got. Kid, you know we've got stepkids that help with the dishes right chores they have chores. <laughs> chores right i have my mom who helps us a ton and this and that but you know when you're working and you're chasing after a little one it's difficult at times but i think it would free me up to just have just so much more time to do the things i love because i get and it puts me in a very bad mood mm-hmm. so i think i would just be happier yeah and i think that's what's important you got to start outsourcing this. i know and it's I, I have a hard time with and, you know i we should hire someone to come in and help us and do these things and there's people who would probably appreciate the money, you know, oh, and yeah. this and that. But then I have a stranger in my home. So I have a hard time with the whole like, uh, yeah. nothing. I mean, I'm sure they're wonderful. I mean, there's wonderful people out there who clean houses for a living. I'm not saying that at all. I'm just saying like, I'm a little bit weird about that stuff. No, it's understandable. I had a woman come. I, did I tell you that story? I think you I did. told you that story. I don't think I told it on the air, but uh, a woman come to a new woman uh, came to my house through Amazon. Amazon does home cleaning. But right. now she that. was here for nine hours, nine hours. She was just a really hardworking Brazilian woman who literally, she was like a Brazilian house cleaning fairy. She was like dancing around the house. I'm not even kidding. I'm not even exaggerating. It was like a movie moment. Like she was like dancing around my house, singing in Portuguese, teaching my son Portuguese. It was a trip. 
And I called Jay, Jay was snowboarding that day, so he wasn't any. He was like, "Babe, she's casing the joint. Like seriously, <laughs> get her the f out." See, of our that's house. what I feel like, Jay. I'm, yeah. I'm so on Jay's page. He was like, "Why is she? You paid her to be there three hours. I she was prepaid because that's how you do it on yeah. Amazon. She was here for nine hours. I'm not exaggerating, even to a minute. She was. It was unreal. She didn't leave till six forty five at night. And Jay was like, "Babe, something is wrong. Get her out of the house." I was like, "No, you don't understand. She's just amazeballs." And she was. And I even tried to tip her more. I There was a moment in me, kind of going what you're saying, a little paranoid. I was like, maybe she's going to charge me like a whole nother. Like 150 bucks. Yeah. yeah. I was like, I may not get out of this under 300 bucks. Girl, my red no. flag would have gone up at like two and a half hours. I had a 20. Mm-hmm. I was trying. I had, I had already pre like worked out the tip. And so I was going to give her a 20 as a tip. And then when she was here for so many hours, I was like, Jesus, I got to find more money. Like, <laughs> Is there more money in this house? Like, what am I going to do? I didn't have any more cash. I found 10 more dollars. I dug that out. And so it was $30 tip. And I, she freaked out. She was trying to push back on it. I was like, oh, hell no. You've been in my house for nine hours. You could have eaten off any surface in my entire house. Nice. So I, she'll be coming back. Her name's Priscilla. You should hire her. Okay. I'm just see, but, but that is, it's recommended. I don't know. It's a good recommendation. That's I, but I, I understand. Would Jay has yes, the same I issue. Do. He's like, she's casing the joint. Get her out. I'm always, I'm kind of worded out by that kind of, but I know yeah. it would change my life. Yeah, it would. I got to get over it. It would. Like I, people who do this on a regular basis, like I hate to bring her up all the time, but she's my reference. Shalene Johnson, she was like, that was what changed my life was having somebody not come in and deep clean all the time. She had somebody come in for a couple of hours a week who literally just picked up the crap yeah it's just the little like, like I, it's just, just the stuff the dishes put them in the laundry dishwasher put away. yes the laundry Changing put away the sheets i mean i do this is what i do for my family like every, every weekend right and i'm i literally think to myself i spend my whole day like six hours of my sunday when i should be relaxing and chilling doing all this i'm like mm, something's not right here exactly it's, it's, so it's one of those things like if i could have anything for the rest of my life it would be someone to clean my house i love that and I guess I could maybe have that now. Start working on that. I got to get a little bit more trusting. Yes, you do. <laughs> All right. Priscilla, I'm telling you. Uh, we'll do a couple more of these. Thank okay. you for listening to the Candy Divas, by yes. the way. Uh, we are Gianna. And Chasta. Uh, do you think you're brave? Oh, yeah. Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> no hesitation. No hesitation. Do you think you're brave? I think I'm, I mean, I think I'm brave to a fault. Like, I mean, I've been blessed by a cobra in Morocco. Eh, probably scary. not my smartest choice gotcha because i have no idea if there was like antivenom around like that's just probably dumb <laughs> um so you know yeah like i said like jumping on a plane and going to a foreign country hell yes being blessed by a cobra in morocco for sure swimming with sharks and maria done yeah like i have no i'm just i'm not and unless there's clowns involved yeah that's true that's true if that's the case then clowns i'm out but other than that yeah for sure. I think so. I, I I think I'm brave for sure. I think uh it, like my I think years, if you've had a kid, you're brave. I so you took if the words you, out of my mouth. If a kid has come out of your body, then you be brave. Exactly. Because there really is no manual to kind of break it down and teach you how to do it. I mean, there's books to help you and all that stuff, but when there it comes down to scarier. it nothing and it's like you and that little kid and you're just like okay well you know hopefully he's not going to catch on that i'll have like everything together figured out yeah. at this point you know <laughs> i'm winging Maybe. it exactly i'm winging it kid <laughs> um so yeah no i absolutely i think when and one when you become a parent you're obviously incredibly brave um but i think when you try new things it mm-hmm. makes you brave i think when you yeah. you know come go out of your comfort zone it makes you brave so everyone should try to be a little bit more brave and i think in our jobs, naturally, we have a type of job where you sort of have to put yourself out there. Didn't even think about that. Totally. And I think that, yeah. like, I think that adds to us being, you know, a little bit more brave. Yeah, because we public speak to a few million people a day. Yeah. I don't even think about it you ever don't. anymore yeah. because we've done it for so long, but you're right. And that's usually the number one fear is public speaking. So right. that makes us brave by totally. itself. So, yeah. 
you and I, 100%. Brave bitches. Number six, brave bitches. <laughs> Hashtag brave bitches. Put that on the post. Um, is it easy for you to show yourself love or speak kindly to yourself? Uh, this is funny. Earlier in this podcast when you were telling me how you feel about me, I have found recently some – oh, this week on my other podcast, The Second Shift with Bimbo Jimbo and Baby Huey, Bimbo Jimbo was telling me what a great – his words, not mine – See, already have an issue. Uh, he was telling me what a great interviewer I am because he and I did our first interview together. We interviewed um, Chris Jericho from the WWE. Nice. And he was like, I know you have no knowledge of his wrestling. Like, I know that's not your bag, but I couldn't believe how easy that interview was for you. And I had a really, I noticed in that moment, I was like, I have a really hard time taking compliments because <laughs> I felt so like I wanted to crawl under the desk. You're like, mm, okay. why? That's weird. Like it's, uh, so yeah, I really literally this week was like, huh. I have a hard time taking compliments. Speaking um, about myself, reread the question. Like, is it easy for you to show yourself love or speak kindly to yourself? No, I don't think so. I don't. I don't think. I mean that that one's a little bit heavy of a question for me because I, I try really hard to like the whole self improvement thing. So I do constantly look at what I want to improve. I probably could improve on looking at what I like about myself. Okay. Or that's, telling yourself. That's actually, you know that podcast where you had an aha moment? Yes. I'm having that moment Are you? in this question. Oh, yeah, right now. I don't interesting. Think, I don't think I give myself enough credit for the things that I do kick ass at. I think I always look at things I can and improve on. And maybe I should work on that. Okay. Maybe I should improve on Well, that. maybe you Does should talk nicer to yourself. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But that's kind of a diet. That's kind of a weird, like, yeah. That's, that's I'm having an aha moment. Well, this is one of those questions where it's like, you know, it, it, is it easy I don't, I mean, it, it, I don't know if it's easy for anybody to actually show yourself love or speak kindly of yourself because I think we're always going to be our biggest critics. Exactly. We're always going to be hardest on ourselves. Like right. I could think you did something amazing. Like Jimbo thought you did a great interview and you're yeah. just like, okay. Like, I didn't think, yeah, I, like, you know? I didn't think anything of it, but he was really taken back by that moment. And it, it, I, I totally appreciated what he was saying and I, it meant a whole, whole lot to me, but I also just kind of was like, Ugh. like it was hard for you to soak it in. Totally. Yeah. What well, about you? Um, is it easy for me to show myself love in certain aspects of my life? Sure. I will pat myself on the back occasionally because I think it's important to sometimes be like, good job, Gianna. Yeah. Good job. You, you know what? You nailed it. Good yeah. job. Like good, move it forward. Great. You know, great effort. Good job. Uh, speak kindly to myself. I, I mean, not, not on everything, but, uh, you know, when there's moments where I know I'm doing something where I'm uncomfortable or I'm trying to be brave or I'm trying to like put myself out there, I will tell myself, okay, you got this. You can mm -hmm. do this. You're, you're, you're smart. You've got experience. You've, you know, you've done this for years. You can totally do this. So I think it depends on the aspect of my life at that moment. What you're going through. Then I can speak. Yeah. Well, it just depends on what I'm going through. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You know, and then like there's, there's like, I've had parenting moments where I was like, Dang, that sucked on my part. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Like, I could have handled that. Way better. Way better. Yeah. You know? And then I there's parts where I'm just like, that's my kid because he's it. my kid. Exactly, yeah. You're welcome, people. Yeah. <laughs> um, <clears throat> okay. We're almost done, friends. Okay. Um, what annoys you the most about people? Oh, gosh. Uh, <laughs> I could go on and on. Um, I think that people feel like they're entitled to something. Mm. Um, <clears throat> I really... There's, it's kind of a twofold thing. Uh, no, I, I don't want to be a Debbie Downer. There's like three that come to my head that drive me crazy. Number one, when people feel entitled, like this should be mine just because I'm me. Like, no, that's not how it works. Uh, number two is people who don't work hard. I have a, like a really high bar for work ethic. And especially if I'm in like a, 
group setting or a project or something where I'm working with other people, if I don't feel like they're, yeah, if I don't feel like they're putting all their effort in like I am, I get really annoyed about that. And then also complainers, like, ugh. Like people, (laughs) (laughs) seriously, like the wah, wah, Debbie Downers who only put like all their terrible moments and crappy stuff on Facebook. And it's like that every day. It's like, oh my God, it's so much out. This day sucks. Like, I can't deal. I can't deal with you. You will be blocked. Can't deal. What about you? I have a hard time with those people too. I'm just like, I know Facebook should be, it's all about, but it really is all, I open it for positivity. You know what I mean? Because it really is people put their best stuff out there. And I, I'm okay with that. Yeah. Because you're showing the happy things in your life. And I know there's well, bad things that happen. And I want to support when someone's going through a hard time, but not when it's just ridiculous. But if it's that, if it's actually like a real moment and you need prayer or help or consoling right. or whatever, but it's like literally the people that are always every day. And the reason it annoys me is because I truly believe in the power of positive energy. And I feel like if you're only focusing on negative, that's all you're going to get. So if you put more positivity out there, then that's going to come back to you. So I just look at them and I'm like, you wonder why you're stuck in life. Exactly. My God, <laughs> shut up. You know, like, it drives like, me crazy. Karma, what but, you put out there, secret, seriously, universe. Seriously. seriously. Anyway. Um, okay, so I think for me is one of the one thing is the biggest thing I cannot stand is I hate shit talkers. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, and I hate people who shit talk about people that they pretend to like and care about. Yeah, I, you know, it's. I was in a conversation with someone the other day, and they were going on and on. Oh my god, this person does this, and this person's always like this, and this person's always. And that was that person's like good friend. Oh, and I was all, why are you? Then why are you them? friends with them? He yeah, was like because we have a good time together. I was like, but if you have a good time together, then why would you have all this crappy, weird things to say about them? Yeah, it was just really. It, it was just kind of those moments, like, well, then you know, like if you don't feel good about that friendship, then don't be, don't have that friendship. Right. Exactly. Um, so that was one thing. I cannot stand shit talking because yeah. I try not to. You I know never we all do. get caught up in moments it's here and there. Very rare. But I just feel like, you know, everyone, And usually the person has done something legit. Yeah. And there's, and everyone's got their own stuff. Right. You know, I get it. So I don't like shit talking and I cannot stand people who don't understand personal space. Oh, I yeah. have, like, if you're at the grocery store and someone's <laughs> all up in my business yeah. and they don't need to be, uh-huh. you know, and I'm not talking like they're talking to me. I'm talking like physical space business. Yeah. Like you, like, like we you should imagine we have like imaginary squares around us right. or circles, however you want to picture that thing, picture it and stay in yours. I will stay in mine. Yeah. I cannot deal. That bugs you. I can't. And sometimes it's cultural. Uh-huh. Yeah. And I'm just like, mm-hmm. step back. Step back. I can't. Yeah. I cannot stand people in my personal space. That's a good one, too. Lastly, I cannot stand road rage. Oh, yeah. I get so, like, I mean, after a while, I'm just like, people, we all have somewhere to be, you know, but we I all promise get there. you, yeah. you'll be so much happier if you get there alive. I don't have road rage. I don't even I understand don't even it. Care. I don't either. I don't, you know? I really just, I pay attention to what is around me as far as reacting to a dangerous situation. Yeah. Other than that, I don't notice you. Like, no, I'm just like, I'm doing my thing. And if I cut you off, it's not because I meant to. Yeah. You know, like, you were my blind spot. Yeah. Get out of my blind spot. Yeah, I know. You know, or just, like, calm. Just, you know what it is? It's not even road rage. It's just everything in general that set people off. Calm the F down, yeah, people. Yeah, Like, it, everyone just needs to take it down a notch. You take know, a beat. Just take to come back a around. Beat. Take a beat. Uh, hands down. Everyone needs to take a beat. And I think those people who just cannot, like... Ugh. They just have a short fuse. I can't deal. Yeah. I'm like, eh, you are not going to be in my little bubble. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, what makes you feel super loved? Super loved? Um, there's that book. It's called, I think it's called The Five Love Languages. Do you remember that? Have you ever I do that remember book? that book. Um, I read that years ago. I need to reread it because it breaks it down really well for you. But um, I really love 
when Jay and I connect on like a conversational level, which we're really good at. But that's when I feel most loved. It's like when he sits down, puts the phone away. So I'm talking about love from a lover, obviously, perspective. But uh, when he puts the phone away and it's not like he's not multitasking, looking at something on his phone and talking to me, like when he gives me his full attention and we're in full conversation mode, like over dinner, that is when I feel like this is bliss. That's my my most loved. I like that when they're 100% we have focused on you. Fantastic conversations. Like Jay and I are such we're just we just click so well. So when we're in like deep conversation about something, even if it's just events of the day or whatever, I just that's when I'm like this is the best marriage ever. I love it. I like that. I just love the attention. And I love giving him all yeah. of me. And you I know think that, I mean? and I think in a relationship that's important. I think it's because there's so many things, there's so much white noise these days. Then there's so many things pulling at you to get your attention that if you actually get all of someone's attention, like they're looking at you in the eye. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that sounds so basic, but if they're looking at you in the eye and they don't have their phone pulling at them and, you know, they're not in work mode or whatever, and you're getting, I just feel like I'm getting all of you and you really like, you really, I'm your number one priority right now. That to me is it. Well, I think people should probably take time to do that because, it, like, I mean, it makes you feel very loved. Yeah. And in that moment with that person. There's nothing sadder to me than going to, like, a restaurant when Jay and I go on date night and, you know, you look around and people are just the looking phone at their phones. phones. I know. I can't it, stand it. It bothers that. me. And I look, I'm at- as attached to my phone as anybody, I'm sure. But, but there's moments. But there, it stays in my purse on yeah. date night. It should. You know, I mean, and Jay's is, like, in in his, you know, pocket. I just, that. I just don't understand that. But anyway, that's No, why. I get that. I think that's very important, especially in a, in a relationship, hands down. Yeah. Um, I think what makes me feel super loved is when I know that someone's thinking about me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like when sometimes when, you know, you get that random phone call from someone. Yeah. Or, or if like my husband just out of the blue. Because I usually am the one that calls. Like I'll call and check in with him. We just kind of, we have our pattern. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like he'll call me at this time. I usually call him at this time. Or sometimes he'll call me a little earlier or send me that sweet little text. Yeah. Um, or just, you know, or do something that just makes me feel like he's thinking of me yeah it just makes me feel loved like i think oh like he took the time to for me to do this because he knows i would love and appreciate this right you know like it just not it's not even material it's it doesn't more, even it have to be, be anything yeah, big it could be anything like that i think you know when you know that there's that when there's people in your life and they just let you know that they're thinking about you. Yeah. It makes me feel like ooey gooey inside. Love and connected. It does. It makes yeah. me feel loved. I was like, oh. And of course, like the, you know, adorable sweet snuggles for my child. Yes. Well, makes that me goes feel without saying. Incredibly loved. Okay. Yeah. The last one we're going to finish with here. We could do this on a whole other podcast. I There's know. so many questions. They're fun. Um, what do you lie about the most? This one's easy for me. Uh, okay. I need to think. So you go first on uh, this one. My weight. Oh. <laughs> I mean, this is not like a super deep question for me. What do that's, I lie about the most? We that's won't, funny. I won't tell you the truth. Ha ha. Um, no, but uh, you totally lie about my weight all the time. Like, I don't think weight. I've ever written down my correct weight ever. I haven't either. Ever. I don't. I don't I'm always no. like five I mean, pounds I don't even know what's on my license, but I'm sure it's not accurate. It's probably high school weight. Um, okay. I. I often say, oh, I missed your text or, oh, I, (laughs) oh, I didn't see it or whatever. It's totally a lie. Here's what I do. This is such a problem I have. It's a mental block. I'm putting it out for all of my, you already know this, but all of my friends, like it's, I don't, I have responded to you in my head. (laughs) I just never typed it. I don't know why, or I really, you guys, I need therapy for this. Like I will pick up the phone. Like my husband just texted me. Let's read. Tried calling you, getting food, love you, miss you, text me. Okay, so 
I saw that and watch what I do. Like, I'll put it down. But in my head in that moment, I texted him back. <laughs> You're like, you had the response ready. You thought what about it. What is that? And and then people what? are like, you didn't text me back for like, and two weeks later, I'll be like, oh, ha, ha, ha. And then like, really? I don't know. I don't know. I did subliminally. I really, it's not intentional. Like, I read, it's usually because I'm mad crazy doing a million things at work so I'm like at work and I'll be on the air it happens a lot when I'm on the air because I always keep my phone by me and so I'm on the air and I'll peek down and I'll look at it and I'll read it and then I'll set it back down and then I'll forget to go back and actually respond it's like I've heard what you've said we've had a full conversation about it but I never told you (laughs) it's bad It, it is bad I have got I don't know why. I don't know what it so is. So your whole thing is like, I just didn't see the text. Didn't see the text. Sorry. No, I saw the text. I already told you, but you didn't know it. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just throwing it out there, guys. It's a weird thing for me. I'm trying. I'm trying to get better. All right. Well, hopefully while you listen to this podcast, you learned a lot more about us, obviously, but you actually had an opportunity to kind of like let these questions sink in because, you know, yeah. when, you, when you sit there and think about this, these these are just always there to help you live your can-do diva life. Absolutely. Have, you know, be more fulfilled, have more fun. Live and that fun, fulfilled, and fearless life. Absolutely. Fake it till you make it, float through life, all of the things. Absolutely. <laughs> so thank you for listening and we will catch you guys next time. We love you. Thanks. Bye.